between the Washington Redskins and the Pittsburgh Steelers? Will Ocho Cinco be dealt to Atlanta? Lamar Marshall was This and much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's up, yo? Yo, yo, yo! What's up? Welcome. There's been a lot of news this week, a lot of Redskins news. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everyone, to episode 91, Harry Hog Football. Tons of news to talk about. I don't know how we're going to squeeze it all in in the allotted time frame. Oh, yeah, we don't have an allotted time frame. In any event, as John would say, let's kick this pig. First first news of the week, Redskins played the Steelers uh, way back when on Saturday in the uh, exhibition matchup. Um, the way I see it, the Redskins won 7-3 to three at halftime when the starters were pulled. They're destroying the, the Steelers all up and down the field. Yeah, dude, the defense just was blowing them out of the water. The defense showed up and was kicking their asses all over the place. Dude, the defense yeah, totally. is like... The, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the first team played, you know, played pretty well, I mean, all the way around. I mean, yeah, there were some problems. Still have the problems with the O-line, which we'll get to later, because maybe we try to fix some of that this week. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, the, the D just played awesome. Dude, the defense was unstoppable. How about Rocky McIntosh? Dude, Rocky McIntosh is big time. You can totally see why the Bears were trying to trade Lance Briggs to get him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you can also oh, see yeah. why the Redskins didn't accept that plea bargain. <laughs> plea bargain. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they wanted Rocky McIntosh bad. And remember, he was, a, he was a first, really, he was a first-round draft pick. There was that huge glut of uh, linebackers that went through there for, like, I don't know, there were like five or six or seven of them, and a bunch of them went right at the beginning of the second round. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people thought he was going to go in the first round, so. Yeah. 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 Anyway, he played huge. London Fletcher stepped up again. Um, LaRon Landry had a few good plays. LaRon Landry, I believe, is starting this weekend against the uh, Purple Wimps. Every Which is huge because, you know, traditionally you don't see the rookie get to start like that. Yeah. And for two weeks straight, dudes, the Redskins defense, 31st in the league last season, held the teams to uh, zero touchdowns, even the scrubs. Yeah, even the scrubs, no touchdowns. And the first team finally got off the schneid and scored their first touchdown on offense in, what, since 2005. Mm-hmm. As far as preseason goes. Dude, speaking of the uh, preseason game, what did you guys think about that hit on Jason Campbell? I thought it was pretty weak. <laughs> I thought that uh, Stephon Hare was having a bad hair day. Mm-hmm. Stephon Hare, yeah, he was a little too worried about blocking the guy that uh, Casillo or Pachilo, whatever, whoever, you know, however you want to pronounce it, depending on who. Uh, which Dude, did you just call him Pachilo or Pachilo? Placebo. Placebo? Yeah, he blocked one guy, and Hare would go in and, and kind of sort of block that guy with him and just let someone come around his left side. 
And on that particular play, I don't think anyone was back there to get him. Like, no no uh, running backs were dropped back or anything for uh, extra protection. But I don't think that was the big key. The big problem, guys, is that... What's that? What? I'm sorry. I'm driving. I'm, I'm driving, guys. I'm in um, the west, western part of North Carolina. And I was just trying to see if I missed my exit or not. <laughs> um, yeah, see, like, dude, don't miss the exit um, to Biscuitville. Yeah, look out. I mean, well, then if you're looking for Biscuitville or Cracker Barrel, I'm sure there'll be one at the next exit, too. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Stephen Hare. But there was no one back there to block that guy. But the deal wasn't necessarily that Hare missed his guy. It was that he hit him all late and below the waist, like, yeah. Which of course drew a 15-yard penalty. I haven't heard if the guy got a if the guy got a fine from the NFL for that, but that was a blatant illegal hit. Dude, he hit him right on the knee. Yeah, it was an illegal hit. You're not allowed to hit the quarterback like that anymore. Man, I haven't been that mad at a play since last season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were lucky. Uh, the all three of us, Aaron, Josh, and myself, were able to watch the game together, which might be the only one until the Dallas game in December. Um, but we were lucky everyone was back in, in the Tidewater region, so we got to watch that game together. And we were all pumped because Cooley caught that awesome pass. I think he had four first down catches in the first half. And yeah, then, of course, the camera pans back, and we see Campbell on the ground writhing in pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but Cooley's going to be huge this year. If, if, if they can keep the protection back and let Cooley get out there and not have to worry about blocking, he's going to be huge. Yeah. be huge. Yep. Dude, he's going to yeah, be huge. Fantastic. What do you guys think about old, um, old B-Lloyd catching that touchdown pass? Who? Uh, what do we think about Brandon who? Lloyd. Brandon oh, Lloyd, dude. Avoid the Lloyd. Yeah, that was nice. He caught one. That's the first one he's caught as a redskin, I'm pretty sure. It was, and it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, does that, what does that say for him? Does that say, like, we should, uh, you know, get a little easier on him, give him a few more chances? No. I thought that when he spoke with, um, with, uh, sideline she there afterwards, um, I can't think of her name. Who's the sideline reporter? Um, I'm anyway. Sure. Hey guys, hang tight for one second, cause I think we've got a caller calling in. Alright. Sweet, who is it? Outstanding. Our first caller that's called first us. Call and... today. How's it going, Danny? Hey. Hey, what's hey, Danny, up? what's up, man? How goes it? Uh, pretty good. We were just talking yep. about we were just talking about the uh, preseason game from uh, last week about the Steelers. What do you think about that hit that Kiesel put on Campbell there in the uh, first half? Well, I was away that weekend, so I T-boed it, and then um. My satellite screwed up, and I had to reboot it. It got all complicated, but I missed that, so. We'll be glad oh, you, you missed it. Did you see that one? No, I'm not going to see that hit. Oh, that's too bad. That was oh, pretty that's probably good because the three of us were freaking out when we saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah man, we were biting our nails there for a few minutes. Yeah, I read the uh, newspaper article in the Washington Post, and it was okay, so that was good. It looks like he's doubtful for this Saturday's game, which is fine with me. It is. Yeah, that's what they're saying, doubtful. But, uh, you know, and, and I was kind of thinking about it, too, because a lot of times, you know, that third preseason game, you know, can kind of be the sort of 
you know, you're just hitting the stride a little bit, kind of make it or break it, you know, seeing who's going to do what. You're starting to gel with your other teammates, that kind of thing. So I was kind of, you know, thinking about do we need to worry about that if he's going to miss this game and possibly the next game going into a season opener and having not played the last two games. You know, is he going to have to sort of refine that, you know, find his path again with all of those people? Yeah, well, and you're, you're probably right. He probably will. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think, Danny? Well, I think the thing is that doubtful in preseason means won't play. That in the, in the regular season, I would think that would mean probable. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so I think that when he's in practice, things will go fine. But yeah. yeah but well, it seemed to me. I, I think I have a feeling we're going to see him playing next weekend in the final game. But I, I don't think it's going to hurt him. I hope it's not going to hurt him too bad. Uh, I think it's right. going to be very interesting. They named Todd Collins the starter for this weekend today, and so and they said we're going to see all three quarterbacks, number two, three, and four. Um, and see how that ends up going. Hey, dude, you know what that showed me? You know what that pass showed me going back to that avoid the Lloyd touchdown reception? It showed me that that? Mark Brunel should be caught. He was horrible. You could put him on the practice squad. (laughs) I was hoping that Atlanta would offer that trade, but apparently it was just a rumor from what I was reading today. Well, it's a rumor that keeps on resurfacing over and over. I think it's more than a rumor, but they don't want to address anything and get Brunel pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Dude, did you guys see him when Jason Campbell went down and he, like, started warming up like, oh, man, I'm going in. (laughs) And the next thing you know, Todd Collins was in? That was hilarious. I think we let out a pretty big cheer on that. We're like, here comes Ocho Cinco. And the next thing you know, Collins is running on the field. We're like, yeah, bring him on. Let's see what he can do. And what does he do? Throws a touchdown to the back of the end zone that no one could touch. But the restraint right at the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for Beloy with his extra extra 10, 10 pounds of egg whites. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, what else did you guys think about the um, scrimmage there? The defense kicked some butt. Um, Rocho Stinko Milan stunk it up. Big time. Who? But let's yeah, look at the time. linebackers because, as we know, Marcus Washington hurt his elbow, and he's not playing this weekend. He might not play until the opener. And then um, what did they go and do on Monday? Which I think shocked us. Pretty much everyone. They cut Lamar Marshall. Mm-hmm. I know, which is shocking. Which I guess he signed with. He said he signed with the Bengals today, right, John? Signed with the Bengals, back with Marvin Lewis. Wow. Dude, you guys have to admit he sucked last year. And obviously, the Redskins are blaming the linebackers in the secondary because uh, they didn't do anything to up the uh, our defensive line. Yeah, dude. Good point. Very good point. They didn't really address any kind of pass rush on the D, on the on the D line except for bringing more linebackers up. But, yeah, I mean, it was pretty obvious Marshall was a regression mm-hmm. um, from where the defense was before as the leader of the defense. But I don't think any of us thought that he would be cut since, you know, figured he's versatile, he's going to be able to back up all three positions. And uh, I thought we were going to see a lot of him and hopefully H.D. Blade this weekend, but I guess we're going to see a lot of uh, the ex-Cow Patty, Godfrey, and hopefully a lot of H.D. Blades this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I just, I guess the Redskins just felt like Lamar Marshall 
regressed so much last year and hasn't been standing out in the two preseason games this year because, like you said, HB's been playing good. Rocky's been right. kicking some butts, it, so Lamar Marshall was, isn't going to get that starting job either. Um, right. And, of course, Marcus Washington and um, London Fletcher have been kicking butts, so maybe – I don't know how much he was getting paid, but maybe maybe it was just too much, you know, for them to pay him and, and are, keep HB Blades and whatnot. Yeah, and there's always the uh, – you know, we wanted to give him a chance to sign with another team line that always comes out. Um, oh, and I'm looking on the wire right now, and the Redskins signed a fullback. Oh, yeah? A fullback. Fullback. Um, and I think it's Fred Beasley. Yeah, Fred Beasley. He used to play for the 49ers. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. So he and Beasley will be hanging out, reminiscing about the days of old on the left coast? I guess. Apparently he uh, he signed today, and they cut D. Brown. So I guess D. Brown didn't make much of a uh, impact last weekend. Did D. Brown even make it onto the field? He did, but I think only as a kick returner. Interesting. So they cut D. Brown. That's interesting. Cut D. Brown and signed Fred Beasley. Hmm. That's that's interesting. That's that's interesting, man. Other big pickup today. um, Other big pickup today. The Redskins signed Pete Kendall to fill in the middle of that line, offensive line. Which could be a pretty good pickup. It could be. If he can play. Did you hear about that yet, Danny? Uh, yeah, I was looking on the website today, yes. Yeah. Kendall doesn't seem like he sucks, so. <laughs> thumbs up. I think it's also, a... How old is Beasley? Beasley's, I think he's around 30, somewhere around 30. He's an eight-year veteran. So 30 or 31, another one is probably 30 or up club. So he's just a little younger than Sellers? Yeah, right about there. Yeah, so Beasley might start there. That wouldn't shock me if he did. Do you think he would start instead of Sellers? Well, Beasley's coming in late in the year, so he's got. You gotta think he's still got to memorize that giant playbook that we have. So, like, I was, I would think it would lean a little bit more towards Beasley because I would just prefer him as a fullback overall. And we still don't really have a third tight end. We don't really have a third tight end, so for that goal line formation, so. So Beasley could be uh, part of the heavy jumbo package coming up. Yeah, and we move Sillers down the third tight end because he's really more of a receiving fullback, if anything. Because he saw well, will he be another T.J. Duckett? Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm thinking. Of a man named T.J. Duckett. I'm leaning towards Beasley being another T.J. Duckett, man. Yeah, I, it might be a, a wait-and-see thing. It's just find him and see if, if he can get anything going. Apparently, he uh, was out of football last year. He got cut in training camp by the Dolphins after spending his career in San Francisco, and he didn't play. So, you know, he's out a year. Maybe he needed – maybe he had a lot of injury problems. And uh, he had a year off. Maybe he's in good shape. He'll be there to help uh, help Mike Sellers out. Maybe he sucks. Uh, let's go back to Pete Kendall. Uh, on the line, because now, interesting scenario, we've got Pete Kendall obviously getting plugged into the left guard position. Um, Todd Wade is going to go back to being the backup guard, uh, tackle. I guess swing tackle on both sides. Mm-hmm. What does that leave Stephon Hare? Stephon Hare, you think he'll make the practice squad? I mean, you think, that, uh, you think that's what they'll do with him? They can't send him to NFL Europa. So wait, Stephon Hare was in at tackle though, not guard. 
What are you saying, Todd Yoders? I think Todd Wade is going to be the starting left. Well, he, if he's over his shoulder injury, he's going to be the starting left guard this weekend. He did a great job of backing up Jansen last year in that game that Jansen had to sit out. He did a great job backing him up. So, so. yeah, but the starting line for opening day is going to, of course, be Samuels, um, probably this Kendall dude, um, Randy Thomas, and Jansen, right? And Jansen, and our, our favorite guy in the center. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. on the run! You're all around. Dude, I don't, the funny thing is I don't even really consider him part of the line. I forget that he's there. It's funny, but hopefully that's a good thing. Hopefully we'll forget he's there and we won't mention his name at all this year because it seemed like every game last year there'd be a hold on a running play or a false start by him. How the hell you false start when you're a center? <laughs> how do you do well, that? You, know, you could slip or something. Danny, how do you false start <laughs> as a center, man? Yeah, you think if they snap the ball, they call a fumble. <laughs> yeah. So, the only reason I can say anything over. Anyway, um, what what do you guys feel about how deep we are at cornerback, man? All of a sudden, we got all these cornerbacks coming out of the woodwork, and I haven't even—I don't even remember seeing Macklin play yet. Have you guys seen him? He's been in, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, suddenly we've got a huge amount of depth there, but. I think I think I read today on ESPN like six out of every ten injuries on defense comes in the defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, you know. And looking at the Redskins last year, it is you know not surprising. It seemed like every other week we were losing someone in the, in the secondary. Dude, I wouldn't so. be surprised if we see this year Landry and Taylor running into each other and causing an injury. <laughs> oh man, like when Daryl Green ran into uh, I can't remember who it was in that game back in like '88 or '89. <laughs> Man. It'd be like one of those classic things like in baseball where you see a couple of outfielders running for the ball and they, you know, they twist around each other like five times before they hit the ground. I think we're going to see Landry and Taylor absolutely annihilate some people. Like we're going to see Randy Randy White on the bench again kind of kind of deal. Did it seem to you guys in the last game against the Steelers that I remember the beginning of the first preseason game the Redskins secondary at the beginning, the first few series, kind of looked like the secondary from last year. But last week, it seemed to me that they picked it up. I mean, how many completions did they allow? They, they didn't allow a lot, and they only gave up three points in the first half. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but how good is Ben Roethlisberger? And what's his receiving core like? Well, we still—he's—he's he's got a pretty good receiving core there because he's got Heinz Ward. And he's got San Antonio Holmes. Well, Holmes is only fast. It doesn't, and speed doesn't necessarily make you a great receiver. It just means you can beat people deep. You still got to catch the ball. That's true. That's true. And he's also got Heath Miller in there, although they're using him as a blocking tight end a lot more than they need, which is probably kind of like the Redskins last year, having to use Cooley, keeping him in the block because they couldn't, they couldn't let him free and keep the quarterback safe when Burnett right. was there checking off all the time. Hey, right. dude. Hey, dudes. Who does the Redskins website? Is Larry Michael in charge of that? Because they still have up Kendall trade is close. Yeah, they're pretty questionable on keeping up with their own business. It's like if everyone else, if AP, Reuters, and ESPN are all saying that something's happened and their own website isn't, I mean, shouldn't you have someone like on the ball updating that all the time, like one guy? I know, like they can't afford 
It's like Dan Snyder yeah. can't afford to pay an internet guy to like just be on, you know, come to work every day and update the one website. Maybe Larry Michaels does it from his BlackBerry or something. <laughs> um, right, dudes, I was just looking at their depth chart. When does this come out, John? Tuesdays, you said? I think out. it's Tuesdays. Is it today? It's, yeah, it should be out. All right. It should be, yeah, it should be out already. Because they still have... It's out. Thank you. They still have uh, Mark Brunel listed as the number two. Number two. And oh. guess who they have as the number three receiver? Who? Todd Pinkston. Did he even play a down? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. So is he ahead of Brandon Lloyd? Oh, you know why he's on there? It's because they don't even have uh, Santana Moss list listed. Are you oh. looking at, like, first wide receiver, second wide receiver? Or... Yeah, dude. Okay, sorry. My dumbness. I was looking at the other wide receiver slot. All right, so they got Santana Moss <laughs> and Randall L. <laughs> they got Santana Moss and Randall L, and then they have James Thrash and Brandon Lloyd. And then Todd Pinkston and Jason McAdley are listed as third. I would go with that. McAdley had a few catches, didn't he? He did, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I tackle. Um... I- so B. Lloyd's the number two behind Thrash. Yeah. But the no, reason... Behind Randall L. He's, he's, he's officially, I think, the number three receiver. But here's the interesting yeah. thing, dude, is guess who's uh, now second string middle linebacker? Who? John's boy, H.B. Blades. I'm telling you, that guy, I think before the end of the season, he's going to be starting. Really? I think one Fletcher? I think I think no, not ahead of Lennon Fletcher. I think they're going to plug him in. If uh, Marcus Washington keeps getting hurt, I think he's going to he's going to play some strong side. <clears throat> and I think he's got future middle linebacker written all over him as a leader of the defense. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of upside. This guy's got a good brain, and he seems to be able to play all three positions. He's, he's pretty good. He could be a diamond in the rough. Was he fifth round? Sixth, fifth round or sixth round? I think guy? it was. I think, I think it was guy. fifth round. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know about this Dallas guy though. They can they can send him to Dallas. Dude, they he's still showing up as third string behind Terry Campbell for the strong side. Yeah. But then um, I'm looking at this. I was trying to see where David Macklin is. They got him behind Carlos Rogers. It's Fred Smoot behind Sean Springs. Mm, now I, I wouldn't be surprised if Fred Smoot beats out Carlos Rogers and comes over to the right side there. Let me interest to see what happens with that. So, Josh, did you, did you have something you wanted to talk about with Carlos Rogers this week? Yeah, I was going to say, um, we've had some uh, correspondence with uh, Rogers' agency this week, and uh, we're going to see what we can do to uh, maybe have uh, Mr. Rogers, uh, I better call him Carlos, Carlos on the show. Um, that'd, be some that'd be interesting. He'd be like, so, uh, why are you always dogging on me and saying I'm cut? And I'd be like, uh, <laughs> all right, dude. I won't be. I'll be like, why are you always dropping sure interceptions, dude? Straight up. like, dude, don't you have to stick them? There's yellow yeah, running with Donald we've, we've all said for the past couple of years that it's like, okay, Carlos Rogers, you've got some, some raw talent. He just needs to refine it. 
and that's what we were talking about all on the off season, you know, about him carrying around a ball all, all off season so he doesn't, uh, you know, so he learns to keep the ball on his hand. Yeah, him and Liddell Betts. Don't drop that ball. Just hold on to it. Take a shower. Hold that ball. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we we uh, we're gonna see what we can do. We'd love to have him on, um, and uh, if we can we can make it work out. That'd be cool. All right, well, Dan, you, would... thanks for calling, dude. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, dude. You are you were our our first. We started uh, doing a different kind of phone service this week. We've got me and Josh uh, both on Skype, and it seems to be working pretty well. And it seems to be an uh, easy way for us to get callers like you in really easily on the podcast as we're recording it. So thanks for calling in, dude. Welcome. Hey, Hi, Dan- man. Danny, yeah. Danny, let me ask you one thing. Are you pumped for the season? Yeah. I can't hear you. Are you pumped for the season? Yes. Absolutely. Excellent season. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Hey, I got to yeah. go in a minute, but um, before I go, I just got to have some for, I'm making a last-ditch effort here. For all you, Aaron told me, with 4,000 people you've got downloading this cast, go to, go to, and don't put a www in front of this because it doesn't work. Thevnfl.freeforum.org slash html dot something else. I'll figure it out later. What is that? What, hmm? what does that go? What does it do? Um... It's a virtual NFL site. It's really fun. You need to check it out. And, I got you. And cool deal. be a Redskins DM. <laughs> Danny, Danny, email us the email address, and we'll, we'll pick it up on the website, all right? Okay. I got to go now. All right, man. All right, man. All right, cool. Take it easy. Bye. Yeah, thanks for calling. All right, bye. Everyone, that was Danny, one of the oldest listeners to the uh, podcast, has been with us since about episode two of The Lost Episode. The Lost Episode. The Lost Episode. If anyone else calls in, we'll try to uh, get him hooked up, him or her hooked up on here, but let's see. Otherwise, let's uh, let's move on. Oh, I want to go back to that right. Carlos Rogers thing, if we can. Yeah, dude. I was yeah. going to say, man, yeah. the last week, the last two weeks, Carlos Rogers has been picking it up back there. He's been in on some more hits and making his tackles instead of missing them. Yeah. And I'm really yep. starting to get pumped about the defense. I didn't think I would say that this year. Yeah. It's interesting to see how they do this weekend. It's going to be, you know, the battle of the two big defenses again. And they're going to step it up, step it up a lot more with uh, Washington and Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of hard hitting. That's for sure. So what are the news we got this week? We talked about uh, we talked about a lot of the stuff. You know, a lot of the, the signings, the stuff going on um, since Saturday's game. What else? What else we got? A couple more people got cut. Whitaker got cut, right? Will Whitaker got cut. Who else can't got cut? I talked about him last time or not. I don't remember. Um, oh, yeah, Derek. I'm, st- I'm still talking about the game, dude. Um, <laughs> all right, here, here's, my cut on, here's my cut on the announcers from the week. What's oh, up boy. with, what's up with, um, what's his face? Mike Patrick. When Derek Frost made that first punt and, like, nailed it inside the 10-yard line, and he was like, that's a poor punt. What was up with that? Yeah, Patrick and, and Seisman for the Heisman, or the Seisman for the Heisman. I always get that confused. <laughs> um, those guys, you know, I feel bad because I saw an interview recently with Joe Seisman on about his being uh, not re-signed by ESPN so they can move uh, Jaws into his spot on Monday Night Football. 
But, man, just watching that game and listening to those two talks just made me go, yeah, duh, you got fired. If the two of them together are two of the worst announcers. They're, you know, they're almost as bad as Ryan Baldinger. It's like they're not even paying attention to the game. I know, dudes. They're pretty horrible. I think the only thing worse could be, like, Brian Baldinger with uh, Joe Theismann. And Larry. And what? Did you have an image of Brian Baldinger in, like, a tutu last year? Dude, I don't want to think about it. I don't know what it. he does on his off days, but all I know is I want Ken Harvey and Brian Mitchell to... I want Brian Mitchell to be one of the announcers. Dude, all I know is I had a vision of... Jo- on the website, man. I missed... I couldn't believe I said this, but I missed having Jeff Bostic wandering around with a bunch of Papa John's pizza in his mouth, like spitting it all over the cheerleaders while I was trying to interview him during the preseason. <laughs> what happened to that? We get stuck with Seasman for the Heesman and Mike Patrick, the guys that got fired from the SCN. Dude, all I know is I had a vision of Josh in a woman's bathing suit. Uh, <laughs> dude, what? Dude, I don't want to know about your vision. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the reason to me. Absolutely. Um, anyway, back to the game, dudes. We we would be remiss if we did not give our game balls and kick in the ball since it is our trademark. You are correct. So go for it, dude. My kick in the ball goes to that guy that, uh, that hit Jason Campbell, and at the same time, he goes to step on the air for letting him through. <laughs> My kick in the ball goes to Lamar Marshall because he obviously played didn't play very well because he got cut. This week. <laughs> My kick in the balls goes to Mark Brunel because he sucks. <laughs> and do you and remember that? Didn't figure out a way to make the Atlanta deal work. Dude, remember that play at the end of the game when it was like, I think it was like fourth and 11 or something? And he went in there and it, you could basically tell he was like, this is my career. If I don't complete this pass here. I'm pretty sure he would have got cut if he didn't complete that pass for that first down there at the end of the game. That was a pretty nice pass. That was like the best pass I've seen him throw in like a year. Yeah, he, he, he stepped it up. You could almost tell he thought his job was on the line. And he was like, I, yes, I still got it. Yeah, well, all he got was the only interception for the game by either side. So. Mm-hmm. But in any event, he gets my uh, kick in the balls award and my game ball award is going to go to no other than um, Chris Cooley. Chris Cooley was tearing it up. Yep. yep, yep, yep. That's a good one. That's yep. a good one. Mine goes to, uh, eh, mm, mine goes to H.B. Blade because he had the second most tackles on the team behind Rocky McIntosh. And he's really, he's really, uh, he's really making his presence felt out there. You know, I think, I think he's a future starter. That's um, interesting. That's interesting, man. Mine goes Carlos Rogers, because I want him to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, my, want to come on my game, correct. My game all goes to, <clears throat> I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I got to say it because he did catch a touchdown and it's the only touchdown. And he needed it, and we needed it, so avoid it. Oh, I can't even. I can't even say it. Avoid, avoid the Lord. Oh, avoid the Lord. Dude, you and, could. And it's, a, it's a friendly game ball, but I gotta give it to him. 
Dude, you could have... like his notebook there and found in the gutter. You could have at least given it to the dude that threw the ball. <laughs> Todd Collins? Yeah, no lie. I think he gets a, uh, I think he gets an extra game ball from the entire Harry Hogg football staff. Well, yeah, there you go. I'm going to give it to the, the Collins-Lloyd combo. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> so you give him half a ball. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I thought that they uh, played a lot better than the week before, I'll tell you that. In fact, it was weird that they lost this game or and won the one before it because it should have been flip-flop by the way they played. They basically destroyed the Steelers the whole game, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. So, And I do have to say, um, going back to what Danny was saying, San Antonio Holmes is going to be a surprising receiver that people don't remember him from last year. He's going to put up some good numbers. and he's a, He has a good chance of being one of the better number two receivers in the AFC this year. See, that yeah. reminds me. Keep that in mind because our the Harry Hog football uh, draft for the Fantasy League is coming up on Tuesday. Is that correct, on John? On Tuesday. It will be Tuesday night at 730. Um, what is that? The 28th? 28th. Tuesday night at yeah. 730. It is set in stone at this point. And if you can't make it, we and don't so, want to hear any so whining. Yeah, some people were, were, you know, weren't too happy about the time and some other stuff, and that's just what it is. Yeah, so. unfortunately, you know, we tried to find the best time for everyone, but, but we, we're done changing it. It's set where it is, mostly because there's no other good times available. And uh, 7.30, if you're in the Harry Hogg Fantasy Football League, be there. And for those of you guys that didn't make it this year, I think next year we're going to have enough people to do two separate leagues, so we will keep you in mind next year for uh Harry Yeah, we didn't have that much space because it was pretty much filled with uh, people from last season, wasn't it, John? Right, right. And we had we had close to enough to do a second group this year, but not quite. But I think next year we're going to be able to do that. So those of you guys who are on the waiting list will be on. Will make the. Uh, will be in the set league next year, and we'll probably make that happen next season. Two thousand eight. Hey, so I also want to celebrate the Redskins win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, they're going to in Las Vegas. And uh, HT out there has already invited us to stay at his house before and after Absolutely. the game, which we appreciate, dude. Cause we'll be there. Mark it down, dude. Mark it. Yep. Right there. Stop by in Vegas. Drop a little bit on the Redskins win the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. Good time. Um, what else, dudes? Did you guys hear? Uh, all I've been hearing is about how they, uh, all the professional analysts – are picking both the Eagles and the Cowboys to go to the playoffs. Where does that leave us, dude? It leaves us laughing. Yeah, I don't know. It leaves us a chance to prove more, right? I think it leaves us laughing, especially once uh, Week 17 comes around and we smack down the Cowboys in the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're there, dude. And we go to the playoffs and they sit there going, Oh, no, Romo. Oh, no, Romo. I also wanted to. Oh, oh, oh no! I can't believe we resigned Romo. I know. I also <laughs> wanted to express my thanks to uh, our good pal down in um, Williamsburg, Dave. It's Dave, right? I think so. Lee. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. <laughs> anyway, thanks for offering us the tickets, man, for this week's game. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, no, we're not going to be able to make it. it and as a matter of fact, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get the game on TV until the next morning on NFL Network. That's right. Yeah. Man, 
preseason ticket. Pay full price. Can't damn if you can't give them away. I know. I know. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. We appreciate that offer. Yeah, man. Um, anyway, hey, speak, uh, speaking of, you guys hear that music? There it is. I was just, I was just about to say, dude, hey, I hear that, I hear that music in the background. Mm-hmm. It's time for Tom Um, and, uh, let me see here. Did you guys, uh... Remember the question from last week? By any chance? Dude, I can't even remember to put my shoes on in the morning. How am I supposed to remember the question from last week? That's your job, dude. That's your job. You're the host. Oh, it is my job? It's your job. Well, being that I didn't get any answers for it again, I guess it doesn't matter that I don't know the uh, answer to Tom's trivia. I remember the the question was like, in the 19... 87 season, game number four. Who did the Redskins play? And who scored the second score of the game and why was that important? Oh, yeah, it was your question, dude. And you can't even remember it? I just remember the question. All right, I remember it now. And the answer to that was they were playing the Giants. Uh-huh. And the score was something like, I don't know. 12 to 3 or something like that. So I didn't really see the point to the question. Basically, it was insurance. Insurance, Josh. Sure. Sure. There you go. Hey, man, this was, we were given away the weekend in February to Cancun. The week after the festival, but nobody called in. Nobody wrote in. So I'll take it. That's cool. But you guys aren't going to believe this, dude. Tom has got back on the horse and, uh, Sent us a real, genuine Tom's trivia question for this week, in light of, in light of the uh, recent Redskins um, Steelers game. But here's the question: Remember, everyone out there, if you send in the answer, you get this sweet. I mean, it's really sweet. It's like ten steps up from the last version of the Harry Hog Football official Firefox 2.0 theme. Yeah, dude, it's a quick. It's awesome. It's not, it's not quite ready, but it'll be ready sometime this week, though. So, yeah. So, you will get it. So, here you and go. And we will get it out to, to the three or four of you that we owe it to. And I just want to make sure it was, like, ready to go. Okay, and here's the uh, question. All right. Actually, there's two questions that Tom gave. Two part, it's a two-part question. Here it is. When was the last time the Redskins defeated the Steelers in Pittsburgh during the regular season. And the other one is, part two, when was the last time the Redskins defeated the Steelers in Washington during the regular season? All right, dudes. Um, if you know the answers, give us, send us the score and the year for both of those. If you know the answer, go ahead and send it in, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. And remember, that's H-A-R-R-Y, hogfootball.com. Or gives a ring-a-ding-ding on area code 202-657-HAIL. And, H-A-I-L. Uh, that's the Harry Hog Hotline. That's what Danny called in on to uh, visit with us for a little while during the podcast. 
Mm -hmm. Hey, dude, if you guys got the old Harry Hollis theme, seriously, this one is like 10 times better. At least 10 times better. It's much better. You'll, when you get it, you'll you'll get it running. You'll be like, "Damn, this is really nice, dude." I'd it's probably like professional and stuff. I'd probably even buy this theme if it was for sale. It's so good. Spend four ninety nine on it, maybe even nine ninety eight. Maybe even nine ninety nine for the free download. Anyway, dudes, um, what else we got? <laughs> what else we got? There was so. Oh, I know something else I wanted to talk to you about. On the other the other day, on my way to work. I was running a little bit late, and I was kind of glad because I got to hear an interview on Sirius, the opening drive on Sirius Satellite, Sirius Satellite Radio, an interview with Art Monk. First interview with Art Monk I've heard in a long time. Sweet. Sweet. And, uh, of course, they were asking him about the um, slight to the Hall of Fame, and, of course, in his with his classiness, basically said that he did all he could do and if he gets in, cool. And if he doesn't, okay. And uh, went on to talk about some uh, bank that he was representing, some Redskins checking they have there. <laughs> and uh, basically the announcers, you know, were trying to get a rise out of him or some kind of comment to stir him up, and it just didn't happen. Well, for some reason, they must have thought they had Michael Irvin on them because if they were looking to get a rise out of somebody, they were talking to the wrong individual. Mm hmm That's right. That's right. But anyway, he's just as classy as he ever was. We should try to get him on the show, dudes. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. And we, also, work on that we also got to get those shirts up on our site. Oh, yeah, the, the, the vote yes on 81. Yeah, 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 yeah. One day it'll be on here. Mm hmm. In all of our free time. Yeah. I don't know about um, you guys, but I'm getting pumped for the season. Dude, I'm yeah, pumped. I am too. And even though, well, we officially lost the game last week, but we all know that we really won. It was nice to hang out, watch the yeah, game, eat some food, drink some beverages, wear our jerseys. Good time. Hanging out with our, uh, our solicitors over at, uh, at John that corn was good. I'm glad I put it on the grill when I did. It was good. Yeah, that, was awesome. well. that corn was Gosh, good. I think we're starting to lose you out in the mountains, so I'm going to go ahead and throw yeah. out the uh, random redskin of the week here. I'm getting up into the foothills here. All right, we better yeah. wrap this up then. Go ahead and throw out the random redskin, John. Yeah, so since Josh is heading up into the mountains of North Kakalaki, um, this week's random Redskin of the Week is a safety from Appalachian State out there in Boone. Josh is heading out that way now to App State area. He played for the Redskins from 1998 to 2000. His name is Matt Stevens. Matt Stevens is our random Redskin of the Week. Oh, yeah, Matt Stevens. Didn't he have, like, one good year? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think he, he was an integral part of that uh, North Turner playoff team. You know, that that beat the Bucks, but the official score said they lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why are you bringing that up? But we don't have to worry about Allstott anymore. Didn't he retire? Yeah, finally. He didn't score that two-point conversion. In yeah. any event, I don't even want to talk about that. Now I'm starting to get pissed off. Josh, are you still here? Dude, he's in the foothills, man. We lost him. <laughs> 
Yeah. He's heading down to Brad Johnson country out in Black Mountain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm getting pumped. I, I, I just figured out why the Redskins lost last week, though. Why? I was at your house. That means I didn't have the blow-up doll up. You didn't have, like, yeah, you didn't have all your power out there. I had I had all my stuff out here, you know, the Daryl Green bobblehead and stuff. But, uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's preseason. You don't want to break out all the power quite yet. Yeah. All right, dude. Oh, I also wanted to point out last week, Joey Vaughn, one of our uh, listeners out there, sent us, like, this YouTube links to uh, John Riggins' videos. And there's this one, like, crazy one of John Riggins trying to sell Ford pickup trucks. Oh, boy. So if you get a chance, go on YouTube. Like Joe Jacoby Ford? Yeah. yeah Whatever I he sells. Dude, I don't even know, but it's, like, cheesy because it's, like, the early 80s and the trucks look all old but they were new at the time <laughs> <laughs> anyway if you get a chance go on youtube there's tons of john riggins videos because from there i watched the one he sent and then of course i went over to that play against the dolphins oh yeah and uh that was beautiful so anyway dudes uh we'll talk to you guys next week um watch the game this saturday eight o'clock against the ravens and if you don't get it like i probably won't then it will be replayed at 8 a.m on NFL Network, so set your TVs. That's right, and if you're up at that time, it's already 12 o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and if uh, you're like me, and you're living in the greater Hampton Roads, Tidewater area, we'll be on Wingy TV 10, like usual, in preseason games. And the game's also supposed to be on Comcast, but I'm sure it'll be blacked out here. Yeah, they always seem to be blacked out everywhere, which is, I don't get the point of that. Mm-hmm. In any event, we all know how all that stuff goes. Anyway, if you see a Cowboys fan... Yo, Yo, Yeah. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.